I'm Michael Stavola. This is Inside Prison Walls, where we take a look at issues Kansas prisons face and get first-hand accounts for what prison life is like. Produced by the Hutchinson News. Jermaine Wilson's story, from behind bars to the Leavenworth mayor, caught national media attention. So I was excited when the 32-year-old agreed to stop by after he went and talked at the Hutchinson prison. But for some reason, I couldn't let go of this story about the toilets. It's pretty, and people are talking through the toilet to you? Or they it, talk through the toilet like, hey, man, what you doing? <laughs> up there, tap on the toilet, hey, you up? Be like, I mean, I was. You just woke me up. I, mean, I was asleep. You just woke me up. <laughs> the toilet is it's weird. Like, t- <laughs> like the system, the, the, the plumbing is all weird. But it's connected to another uh, toilet plumbing line system like however it is but it's connected together so whatever your tool is connected to which would be the cell next to you you can just talk through it and then the next person can hear you after talking with jermaine i ended up watching this documentary called jailbirds on netflix so i was really intrigued when they started talking about toilets too the documentary took place in sacramento county jail which is a vertical jail in downtown and so there's inmates on different levels So what they would do to communicate with each other and pass things through the toilet is they had this long string and they connect plastic spoons around it and an inmate would flush it and then another inmate on a different level would flush it and these two would interlock because of the spoons and then one inmate would pull up from the other end and they would attach things like I saw them bring up chips and contraband. They'd also talk through the toilets by scooping out the water and talking through the hollow pipes. But that's enough of the toilet talks. Jermaine grew up in Leavenworth in a church-going family, but he fell in with the wrong crowd. He started using drugs at age 11. Lifestyle, and by the age of 15, I committed a robbery charge. and was sentenced to two years in juvenile detention facility, and while I was incarcerated, I tried to escape. Failed in the attempt and was sentenced to an additional two more years. Now I'm 15 years old on my way to go serve four years in juvenile corrections. By the age of 20, he was sentenced to three years for drug charges. Every prisoner in Kansas first starts at El Dorado's reception diagnostic unit. They're isolated for the first 72 hours while they're evaluated and eventually go on to the prison that they'll stay at. It was in those 72 hours where Jermaine talked to guys through the toilet that he ended up making a decision. And then you hear grown men screaming, and then I, I'm just at my breaking point, and I'm just like, man, I can't believe this. Why are they screaming? What is well, it? because for different reasons, you have some individuals that been in their rooms for like weeks at a time uh, because they're in seg or whatever the case may be, and you know that's just their way of expressing themselves. It just some people are just quiet, yeah, and you know others they beat on stuff, make noises, but you got some that just. Green and just man, I'm just at that moment where I'm just talking to God, just crying out like vocally. I'm like, man, God help me. You know, it's kind of like just going back and forth, just having a regular com- uh, conversation with the person. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it wasn't like I just heard like, boom, you are now changed. <laughs> that wasn't the case. It was just that feeling, that peace that I had. And with that peace, that peace was exactly what I needed. And there was a soft, still, you know, voice, but it was more so in the heart. Mm-hmm. It's that feeling. And with that feeling, man, I, I, I felt free. I felt peace. And for the first time in my life, I was like, man, this is a feeling that I never experienced before, but I love it. He started to plan for life on the outside 
and decided he wanted to be a better father. The commitment that he made that day in the cell carried him through his 2010 release. In 2015, he started a nonprofit called Unity and Community. Each year, they hold an event that helps break down the barriers between police and the community. He also started working for a nonprofit that helped steer former inmates into a career path. And people ask me, so you ever thought about politics? I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> and I said, why not? And I always thought it was the devil's playground. And I said, man, that, that, that's not for me. And then when you think about it, you know, we need good, godly Christian people in those positions that can really impact and make a difference and care more so about the people rather than just being in that position of power. In 2017, he was elected to a four-year term on the Leavenworth City Commission. In 2019, he took over a one-year term as the mayor. He went on to thank his family and others who have helped him along the way. It was a pretty lengthy list. It is an honor and a privilege to serve you. I uh, mean, you guys have just brought joy to the city just with the support. And when people hear about this story, it brings hope. It lets people know that there is a difference. Changes taking place inside of the city. And Leavenworth, Kansas is a city of second chances and a city of opportunity. So I thank you all and God bless you all. After becoming mayor, Jermaine worked with the county attorney's office to hold an expungement day. They waived the fee for those who qualified. Jermaine's had his record expunged and he said it was a costly process. Jermaine is now married to the woman he had a child with before he went to prison. They've since grew their family even bigger. Jermaine said he's gotten calls from around the country from other former inmates who are inspired by him to now run for office. He plans on running again in the future. What, what do you think that it's done for the persona of uh, like the people on your city council? With I'm, I'm guessing they haven't been dealt with someone who's was in prison time. Yeah, and so yeah. what, what's the what was it like when you first get in there and they're like, oh, this guy, you know, like. Well, what? the thing is, by now I'm to build up a reputation uh -huh. uh, for serving the community. And, you know, one of the individuals that was on the commission gave me an opportunity for a job. And so it was just people, you know, uh, they supported me in different ways during our community events. And now it's just with us working together, we're just learning about each other individually. But they supported in different ways. And with me coming to the commission, it just became a learning process for each and every last one of us. We all had to learn about each other and I had to learn the system of government. You think you just think that or is it? Yeah, and well, honestly, I really think that now there's going to be individuals who's not going to accept me regardless for whatever reason. That's something that they have to deal with on themselves. But when I walk in, my mentality is to know that this individual has an open mind. If he don't, my goal is to make sure when I leave this conversation, leave out of this room with this meeting, he's going to be more open-minded about me as an individual and those who are in prison. Mm -hmm. That's the key, because if you don't think optimistically, 
it's not gonna happen. And so I'm always optimistic about any 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 situation that I'm in, regardless. What do you think? What goes through your mind when you walk back in the prison now and those doors shut behind you? I've, I've been nerve wracked when I walked in there. Is that a? Nah, it don't bother me at all. I'm just thankful, just knowing that I have a passion and a desire to come back. And the individuals that I do speak to, I hope and pray that it gives them hope and inspire them uh, to do something different and let them know that they, they, they can become successful. You ever think that you're going to be on a national news uh, segment? No, not at all. What do you think when you see that? You ever look at the watch the video? Ah, yeah, I watch it all the time. I'm excited, but I'm just excited and knowing that I'm fulfilling my purpose. I'm in my destiny. You know, I'm doing everything uh, that I had set out to do because it's not just about the the position. It's about me serving and doing what I said I was going to do when I got out of prison. This will be my last podcast at the news since I took another job. I hope that you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed getting to tell these stories. And I have plans in the future for something else that might or might not materialize into a podcast, but I surely hope I get the chance to tell these kinds of stories again. So make sure to be on the lookout. <laughs>